Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com And you saw my cards from Brady and Aaron and Eamon. Eamon's so funny. Eamon is amazing. So funny. And then I put it up on Instagram and Eamon was like, oh, case, love a card. They do. <laughs> they totally do. Hello and welcome to 3030 and Perishing, the current girly affairs podcast brought to you by Clara Kavna and... Sophie Lyons. You. Gotta get an amen the back, girls. (laughs) We are chatting about what the girlies are chatting about at brunch tables, toilet queues, H&M queues. Now that it's kind of getting a bit nicer outside, just kind of like maybe a park bench. Yeah. Maybe like rooftop terrace is too premature, sorry. Underneath the cherry blossom. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. They're about to explode. Like the amount of people taking photos underneath them. I was like, walking around them. Is it not a bit late for them to be exploding? No, they're about to pop. It's kind of disgusting. Well, it's beautiful. Confetti display of nature. Like asexual reproduction. <laughs> okay, let's not go down the chlorophyll route. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about what girls are talking about. Yeah, thanks so much for all your reactions on the public displays of... Emojis. say slapping. Public display of emotions. Mm. Um, so you got the 10-year ban? <laughs> So what do you think of that? Is it fitting? Well, charge? now I've seen some stuff during since then, and I'm like, oh Christ! I think he definitely does have another side to him. Go on. I just saw a thing on Instagram, and I I don't know. I think it's pretty recent. It was obviously before the slapping. Yeah. We're talking about Will Smith, by the way, just oh. in case. And Jada is having someone on her red table talk, who is obviously a therapist or something. And he's in the kitchen with her and she's like, let's say her name is Gail. She's like, oh, and Gail O'Neill is coming in and, you know, we love Gail, don't we? And he was like, are you filming me? And she's like, but tell them how much you love. And he was like, I don't really appreciate the way you're filming me like that. And you think he's joking, but he's not. And she's like, come on, like, tell them how much she helped us. And he was like, I'm in my own kitchen and you're filming me. Yeah, I'm starting to see a bit of an edge. Oh, really? I'm like, can we just? Chris Rock has been extremely dignified. He has, and like ticket sales are skyrocketing. Yeah, he's been very dignified. But like, I'm such a Willie Smith fan. You don't like seeing this side of him. I know people scare me very easily, which actually leads very well into this week's theme. But stuff like that, yeah, you I spook like, easy. I spook, and then I'm so fickle that it takes me so long to get back on. You're side. a little timid. Yeah, someone shouts or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it is. The way he shouted, I was actually more scared by his shout than his slap. Well, I actually saw another angle of it. Mm. And Jada laughs when he slaps him. I'll send it to you. It's bizarre. Would you, that, would that might have been cut or something. No, no, no. It's like someone, it looks like someone took it on their phone. And it's basically from the audience perspective. But also, I just, so, because Jada has this red table talk. And the family have a kind of thing, that thing on Facebook. I just can't help but think now, in the months to come, 
there's going to be a big sit down with Will Smith. No. And this is all huge big way to tie in the PR, like spread the word on their TV show and the Smiths and their reaction. They're definitely going to be talking about it and it's going to be a big special. I just... I would Should be you be monetizing what happened? Slapping. A slap. Now, if that was coming on to air, I would fully have a viewing party. Yeah. But you remember, that's exactly, but that's what I mean. And this, this leads into my test. So, my test is, it's, it's uh, similar to this, this Jada Pinkett Smith thing. What I think is good about their red table talk is like, do you remember when they got in oh, you're Jordan after Jordan kissed Chloe Kardashian's yeah. Tristan Thompson yeah. Jordan was best friends with Kylie blah blah yeah. for for Jordan to go on Red Table Talk is amazing because it's a separate third party platform and it's a good way it's it's a safe space for Jordan to speak her truth and they were family friends though. The, Je- the Jenners and the the Smiths. the Woods and the Smiths the Woods and the Smiths oh yeah but it's it's like a I know what you mean yeah but if and when the Smiths do have Will Smith on or Jada or Willow on to all talk about what happened. I just think you're you're pushing your own agenda while it's building curated. your own platform as curated. My test this week. You're pointing your finger. Sorry. <laughs> quite aggressively. <laughs> and no one else can see it but me. <laughs> Please don't get spooked. <laughs> Sorry. I'll sit Wash your finger. I'll sit around. My test this week is... The J-Lo and Ben I knew, announcement. I knew you were going to say Do you this. know why? How, why? How it was announced? All you, Do you know how people found out? You had to sign up. She said, I'm going to have a big announcement, big announcement. Sign up to my newsletter. And there's, I was listening to a podcast of someone who actually did it. And they were like, you give them all your data. Or like your name, email address, phone number, whatever. Birth cert. And then that still doesn't give you the big reveal. You then get emails selling you all of her products, which I've no doubt are very good. And then a video appears of her announcing the engagement. I've said it on the podcast. I can't remember which one it was. You've said it before. I've said it before that I that is a PR relationship. It's not. 1,000%. You, you can't just jump out of it re- where she obviously got really hurt by A-Rod. Jump out of that and go into another one. That's to get people stop talking about A-Rod cheating on you. And this is to go, let's have the nostalgia naughty's revival. As much as I want this to happen. Like if this was happening to Brad and Jen, I would be on your side. I just don't believe this for a second. And the fact that you won't get her engagement news until you give her all your data. She's using this this engagement to boost her JLo glow range. I don't believe it for one second. And he's just on the sidelines smoking cigarettes with a big dragon tattoo. And he's probably so out of it he doesn't understand. I am so against this. Who creates a business model around an engagement reveal? I would so do that. So me to tell you any news, I need your like, address, email address, your 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 phone number. But like what your gender. a dazzling way to announce your fourth or your fourth engagement. It's her sixth. That's even better. <laughs> what like what a way to, to just be like, yeah, here we are. But the reason they're my sixth day <laughs> and and this is what I'm doing. Like, that's how I want to announce my first engagement. <laughs> but her the, the reason they say that her and Ben broke up the first time was because of the media attention. It was. They were it's absolutely scrutinized under the thumb. <laughs> but then of why, the public. Why then why not just you're in your fifties, would you not just go and get married if you care that much about it? Why are you trying to sell all your beauty products 
No, I'd say in that tandem. was just like her publicist being like, look. That the is public, a marketing strategy. The public saw this coming. Why don't we just do a little boost? Why don't we monetize? Yeah, they're probably struggling to push product and they say, hey, let's just use it to push some sales. Ben is so relaxed. He's like, yeah, Grant. And JLo is a businesswoman. <sighs> Besides that, can we not just acknowledge that that is a love story for the ages? I think the last five minute rant suggested I do not feel... The ring, <laughs> the fact that they were apart and like both with other people and then he was kind of struggling. And then we thought she was with A-Rod and then it just ended and they were just like, no, it's you. Mm, I'm not buying this for one sec. I think he's now had his Hollywood revival story. He's gotten a tan. He's looking great. He's now oh smiling in public. He's been on a retreat. The boss. Yeah. so tanned. But I think they're using each other. This is why I just hate Hollywood trying to spin us some yarn and I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid anymore. So, oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm pointing at Hollywood. I'm so not pointing. So angry. <laughs> Let's just yeah. be happy for them. Like love's, love is rare. I just hope they don't have like, that's a pure relationship without a doubt. He's boosted I'll... his profile. She's boosted hers because it's like, they wouldn't she's be engaged again. That much the nostalgia. It was a pure thing. There's so many PR relationships. But they wouldn't be hanging out that much with their kids and everything if it was a PR relationship. I'd say that they are, like, they are definitely reaping some rewards. Mm. But they wouldn't be hanging out that much. They wouldn't. Love, is, love is love. I think if it's for money and... How would I announce my engagement? Um. Oh my God. It to sell our podcast merch, I hope. <laughs> Sorry, but like, guys, real special reel coming soon. Then you have to like and comment, maybe. Mm. No, sorry, that's tag a friend. <laughs> tag a friend with the chance to win the information. Yeah, <laughs> and the information is who I'm engaged to. Perfect. You got a DM with it, and the person I'm engaged to will have nothing to do with it. Mm. And I'm sorry to shite all over this J Lo and Ben news, but I'm, I'm sorry just to, like, let the record know that I'm sorry. Pointing again. That I am not behind this and I think it's a crock of shit. And if you want me to start listing other fake couples, I will. But for fear of upsetting people, I won't. Victoria Dave Beckham. Oh, I already knew that. That's like renowned. Fake. Fake, fake, fake. That's renowned. They live in a compound. There's obviously enough room for two mansions. There you go. Um, I'm going to leave my to test actually to the end. Because I think that was like a lot of energy for people to listen to. First, heavy on the bat. kind of upsetting. Okay. Also, I think this is coming out on a Thursday before Easter. And people will be finishing work. um, And sort of on holiday mode. And then you've just kind of gone to the bathroom all over it with some negative comments about the world's greatest pop star. So we'll go to the doors. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. My story is we went to Lisbon there at the weekend. Um, oh. I went with two of the girls for our birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, for our 30th kind of thing. And it was so much fun. We went out one of the nights and uh, we went to this kind of like sexy, expensive restaurant. We had dinner and then they were like, after like two and a half hours, they were like, oh, like, you know, you're going to have to move to the bar. So we're like, oh, grand. But like, it was expensive. So then we had paid the bill and then we went to the bar and we were there for like at least three hours but we were just like chatting to ourselves because we never get to go away together so we were mm-hmm. just having like such crack to ourselves. And then it was getting later and later and like we we had had like a lot of drinks and it was a premium place so like mm. the bill would have been expensive. Yeah. And then this man came up and tapped one of us on the shoulder and was like, 
qu quite small, sort of wearing like blue Bono glasses. <laughs> and he was like, can I just say, it's so nice to see young women out and enjoying themselves and being so proud. <laughs> what? And we were like, what? And he was like, I've picked up your whole bill. And he was like, it's just lovely. What? Yeah. <laughs> he said what? it was so nice to see young women out enjoying themselves and being so proud. And then he picked up, it was at least, at least 300 pounds. I'd say more towards four. And it, was he like a local Lisboan? We couldn't figure it out, but he was wearing a t-shirt that had this sort of black animal on it. So it looked like a black panther. So we called him the Black Panther. <laughs> and we were like, ah, oh, the Black Panther strikes again. <laughs> and like to the bartenders, like it was kind of closing. And then they were like, but the Black Panthers picked up the check. Am I right? That is incredible. And yeah. he didn't want to like have a drink uh, with That him. was the thing. He didn't want anything in return. Just like a gesture yeah, of goodwill. Yeah, just like a bit of a don, yeah. And I wouldn't mind, but it's not like we were like having crack with the whole bar. Like we were really just having fun with ourselves. Oh my god, you must have been like magnetic to like I look mean, at. I mean, mad at me. <laughs> yeah, that's my door. But Lisbon in general was great. I've been meeting you there oh, for the a por while. The Portuguese are amazing. The tartas. Oh, they're so good. I could eat them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I said that. You know, they had Nutella one that we had. Oh, shut up. Almost fainted. Whoa. And then we had like pina coladas in pineapples. Oh. And yeah, it was just great. It, that's my door. We had a great time. Oh my God. Thank you, Black Panther. Thank you, Black Panther. <laughs> what a lovely man. You really sound like a panther. Yeah, a sort of thank you. It's very like Lisa Vanderpump in mm. Real Housewives. Black Panther strikes again, kids. <laughs> What's your hador? So I went home for the last five days and it was absolutely glorious. And I just feel super recentered. Went <laughs> <laughs> recentering it's going from your body. <laughs> Sorry, it's the chair against the mirror. Sorry, that was really funny. It really looked like your hip was making that noise. <laughs> oh. Sorry, you feel recentered. Sorry, I feel super. <laughs> so feel super recentered. I went to the doctor. I went to the hairdresser. I went to my spiritual healing shaman. I had so much gal time. I especially had loads of time with their babies, just really vibing with those young ones. It was amazing. I had loads of family time. It was just really nice, just to set the reset button. I just really enjoyed it. And I just started listening. I discovered in, through all my traveling and stuff, it was like, you know, the way you're, like just waiting to get from one destination to the next. Your pet peeve. Or my pet peeve. Just sitting down and waiting. And I just thought like Netflix has gone so shit at the moment. But then I discovered an old school, I think it was like a Channel 4 show. It's Black Books. And it's, you know, Dylan Moran, the comedian, the Irish he's, guy. He's the one in Notting Hill where he's like, I don't have a book down my trousers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is him. Yeah, I'm I sure. Don't have a book down my <laughs> is that the one? Oh, when he's like robbing the books. Yeah, he's like, I saw you put that book down your trousers. <laughs> he's like, I don't have a book down my trousers. And he goes, Okay, what if I did have a book? Down my <laughs> oh, he is. He is. Excuse me. He's You're also like, Welcome, <laughs> folks. 
but also like he just does like stand up and he has yeah. all this stuff. And uh, Tasman Gregg is in it from Friday Night Dinners and Bill Bailey. And oh, all the... Bill Bailey. But it's from like the early 90s. Night... dream man. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. You know, he's super into um, like nature and animals oh. and conser- conserving all that kind of stuff. And they, he has like long hair and he, they keep calling him like Frodo and like Lord of the Rings. And he'd the... just be sort of batting it away. Yeah, batting it away. Oh, he's really funny. In it. And so it's it. kind of like them, like, I don't know, it's like 20 or 30 years ago. 30, it's like the 90s yeah 30 years ago and it's just so funny and I binge like the first season just on my way home and I just like really really recommend it it's just so so funny and I can't believe I haven't seen it it's really good I want to watch that and then oh, I was also listening to a lot of Saint Sister did you ever hear them who Saint Sister they're like a duo from the north and they're like operatic harmonies mixed with like Irish mu- music they're unbelievable just I've really enjoyed their album and um, what's it called where I should end is out but I was just listening to their entire so I've loved them so much I've seen them like a thousand times but like Celtic yeah but like with electro beats like it's incredible and now okay da, 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 back to your tests my your test obviously also comes from Lisbon I didn't mm-hmm. want to have any your tests but <laughs> the weekend ended sort of sourly for me oh we, when we got to the airport, we were basically first in the queue to get on the plane. And Maybe. we were flying with TAP Air. Have you flown with them? TAP. Yeah. The man who took my passport and was scanning my ticket, I was like third in the queue as me. And I had the specified luggage that was on the thing, mm-hmm. the ticket or whatever. It's specified. And then he was like, I'm taking your bag. And I was like, no. And he was like, well, I'm taking it. And I was like, no, sorry, I have stuff in there. To put it in the hold? Yeah. And I go, but the, I paid for it. And he was just like, I'm going to take it. He spent the next hour doing that to everyone. I have his name and I'm sending the most stern complaint email. I've never been so irritated in my entire life. Oh, they no. took everyone's suitcase. But why didn't they just make them all check it in? And then I go up to the woman and I go, here, what's happening here? Like, who are you deciding to pick? And she just goes, mm, it's random. And I was like, no, it's not. You're taking everyone in the queue's suitcase. And then she just, anyway, I got his name. I was bad. Absolute loser. Oh, no. I'll leave that. But that leads us nicely into the theme this week. Okay. I mean, I've spoke about my problem with the airport before. The airlines <laughs> and rules and security. I don't like it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm very uncomfortable about it. Just let me on your super plane. I've paid for the ticket. Mm. Fuck off. <laughs> no, Seriously. Stop annoying me. Anyway, this week we've decided to talk about the man. The man is one of my true, true nemesis. Yeah. (laughs) Nemini. Because there's loads of them. There's They're everywhere. They are everywhere, especially in the airport. Mm. The, The man is everywhere. But he's everywhere in life and I personally hate him. I don't think you like him either. No, I don't like the man. I do think we need levels of authority to survive as a society. But I think when certain people get the man into their own hands, they love to finger wag and create unnecessary rules and be really fucking annoying. Compu- That's what that top air employee Exactly. Wants. Computer says no. And I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. They're Benedict, you're my Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm on your page. Yeah. I'm on your they, I can't stand them. Anyway, that kicked me off and I never liked the man. But we're talking about the man this week. Mm-hmm. We're both very passionate about it and we hope you'll come along for the ride. Yeah. 
the phrase the man is like everybody knows what it is and I feel like it's been in like the cultural consciousness for some time now and the whole like hippy dippy sticking it to the man is a good phrase oh wow no <laughs> uh, yeah that's my I think that's one of my life missions is to stick it to the man stick it to the man and just like whenever you rebel so i I looked it up on um urban dictionary i hoped you were gonna say that yeah sticking it to the man encourages resistance to authority and or government and it essentially means fighting back either passively openly or via sabotage i love (laughs) the idea of a saboteur towards the man am i a saboteur or am i passive I think you called out uh, the tap employee, so I think you're a saboteur. I love the saboteur. No, but if, no, no, no. If you were a saboteur, you would have grabbed your bag and run onto the plane. <laughs> no, a saboteur would have put like a banana skin under the fucker's shoe and been like, Grant, take my bag. Sabotage. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I'm kind of, I'm the kind of the saboteur because I have his full name from his badge. That's how you sabotage. And I didn't say, here, where's your manager at the time? I just said, fine. And I just looked at his badge, photographic memory, (laughs) and I wrote it down on my phone. And I am going to say, I I better get a voucher out of this. And he'll get, he'll get a mark next to his name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, would you believe Stick of the Demand has been around since 1979? Is that all? So, no, it's been around for a long time, but it kind of made its way into advertising and pop culture in 79. Oh, I actually have... Are they, it, sorry, it's been around since 1918. The world... 1918? 1918. At the end of the First World War. Yeah. It came into advertising in, like, 1979, uh, like, when it became humorous. And this motorcycle ad for the magazine Easy Riders, which featured the tagline, California residents, add 6% sales tax for the man. And then in the 1969 song, Proud Mary by Creedence Clearwater Revival, you know, the Proud Mary of Tina Turner fame, that song. Proud Mary, keep on burning and we rolling. Uh, the singer finds protection from the man and salvation from his working class pains in the nurturing spirit and generosity of simple people who are happy to give, even if you have no money. Kind of like hippies. Yes. But sticking it to the man. Uh, yeah, I really wish I was around in the Woodstock era. I know. Because they really stuck it to the man. They did. You know, wearing no bras. Burning bras. Burning bras. Uh, like a lot of like the women's rights movements happened all in the 60s, 70s. That's real sticking it to the man. Oh my God. The suffragettes. Oh, well, that's going back. They're the original sticking it to the man girlies. 100%. But what we were saying was... <laughs> Despite all of these amazing cultural hinge points... Where we really came up with the idea from this episode was from the School of Rock, starring Jack Black. <laughs> and his tell? epic speech. Sorry, this speech really <laughs> stuck with me throughout time. And I'm going to read it now. Will I do it in an accent? Just close your eyes and channel whatever you... If you want to do you want me to go back to like my acting days? Yes, please. Yeah, okay. you can either ch- challenge... Will I do it in a British accent? <laughs> you can channel Jack Black. No. Mr. Schneebly. <laughs> no, Mr. Or S. Jo- <laughs> or who was he actually? What was his name? Dewey or Dewey or... Dewey Finn. Dewey. I know all the names. No, I don't want to do it in that. Do you sort of Black Panther era? No, because Black Panther wouldn't be sticking it. Black, Man- the Black, the Black Panther, Panther is the man. He is the man. Whatever rebellious... 
spirit you feel. Maybe I'll just do it my own accent. Just do whatever. If this you is try so my two. drama era. Give up. <laughs> just quit. Because in this life, you can't win. Do you like my eye contact? This is like a TED talk. <laughs> I thought it was more kind of like the fesh. The fesh. Fesh kill. <laughs> the fesh. No, no kills. <laughs> but you know, the fesh. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, sorry. If you're doing that, you'd have to stand up with your hands beside you. <laughs> Remember, you'd be like, a poem by W.B. Yeats. Sorry, I'll start again. Give up. <laughs> Just quit. Because in this life, you can't win. I actually feel like I'm a drama skill again. <laughs> yeah, you can try. But in the end, you're going to lose big time. Because the world is run by the man. I need to go back to drama. I'm having so I'm fun. really agreeing with you here. I'm loving it. I'm like grabbing my I used, pickets. I used to do this all the time. The man. Oh, you don't know the man. He's everywhere. He's in the White House, down the hall, Miss Mullins. She's the man. And the man ruined the ozone. And he burnt down the Amazon. And he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank. Oh. And there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. But guess what? Oh no, the man ruined that too. With a little thing called MTV. So don't waste your time trying to make anything cool or pure or awesome. Because the man is just going to call you a fat, washed up loser and crush yourself. So do yourself a favour and give up. Yes! That felt really channeled. That felt sticking it to the man. I think I whoa. Should I do a reading in every week's episode? Just like a little sonnet. I want to ride in the streets. I want to grab my pitchfork. I gave myself the shivers. (laughs) I was moved by myself. I was touched by my own work. Moved (laughs) truly moved myself with that performance. But do you remember like doing that in acting school? I didn't go to acting school. But, but you yes. know what I mean? In drama class, yeah. Oh, that really set a fire <laughs> in me. If people would like to hear a reading every few episodes, just send me an, a message. Send me in a soliloquy. Just in a little paragraph. Like, just a little poem. <laughs> just a piece. Anyway, sorry. What's taking it to, to the, the man. man. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
So I think that's when, like, I think we were probably about 13 when School of Rock came out. So you may be like 15. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I think, though, at school is kind of where your first experiences of the, the man. Our school particularly Our had a man. <laughs> oh, a big beast of a man who wasn't very nice. That, honestly, I think set me off in life terrified of the man. Yeah, or just mildly annoyed and stressed out and but just sort of by. constantly being like, oh, like we weren't allowed to do anything. Mm. And I think with teachers like that, you'll always remember the mean and scary ones. Same with the scary parents. Mm. Like remember, sorry, the spelling tests or maths tests or f- Irish phrases, and there was like that process of elimination. Were you to sit down? If you got it wrong and then it was like last girl standing. I actually sort of... Um, Probably blacked it out. It was so traumatic. I, was I doubt always... they can do any of those now. No, it was... But uh, that was really mean. It was just terribly mean. Yeah. And then so the dumb just get dumber, i.e. me. Because I was always sit first to sit down. Or second to sit down. Yeah, they just... I remember being so stressed as a nine-year-old. Like because I couldn't learn it off. But then it wouldn't go into my head because That's I was so really stressed. Sad. I was so small. Well, yeah. I was a tall nine-year-old, but you know. they did. Yeah, they did really favour the... We've spoken about this, the book smart. The book smart. And then, yeah, also, sorry, scary parents. Do you remember? They would just... Your heart would kind of stop when the scary parent would come in. Yeah. And then you'd often see how embarrassed the daughter was of her scary... But the daughter of the scary parent was actually normally very chilled. Yeah. Or you'd be like, oh, God, why is my mom so be hard to make friends around the lunch tables with a scary parent. But you would just be so scared of the scary parent. Like, even if they're being nice, you're literally yeah. like, okay. <gasps> Whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but I think school is where it starts. And then I was saying there's different points of like, you know, when you start going to like the teen disco, like the man at the teen disco is the security guard. Mm-hmm. And not Donny you now if you ever went to Wesley. Absolutely not. No. He was actually the antithesis of the man. Yeah, yeah. Because he he was just showing. He was like, yes, come on. Yeah, like, he, let's he, have a hoolie. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, let's have a kiki. Or, yeah, Hugh Hefner vibes. <laughs> exactly. It was the ladies in the high vis mm. and the men in the high vis who would say like, no, no, yes, yes. Yeah. They were the man. They were the man. You know, we had to have the membership cards. And because oh my god yeah yeah remember and you couldn't get in without one it was so strange and then but how were you going to get one but you needed to go to get one so and because our school was so small we very rarely got called out so we used to have to use the fake ones all the time and <laughs> we photocopied a card put it in the little laminator laminated pouch but we d- we ran out of glue so we had to use uh, lip gloss I th- I'm pretty sure actually it was remember that MAC lip gloss that really sticky one so we, we stuck, some of that right now. We stuck it together and got to the queue and we were all fine and ready to go in and just kind of like, oh, there was only three of us. And then I, what I, who I seen was Carmela was like, hang on a minute, let me look at this. She takes it out of the laminated pouch and I was like, what is this? And like peeled back and this like big string of lip gloss was between the two. It's already necessary, Carmela. And she's like, what do you think? And then one of the other security guards and the, the three of us must look so innocent and the guy was like, like 13 at least you've tried and he was like what school are you from and we like said and then he was like okay we'll we'll get you some membership cards tonight and we're like we're oh, sorry you just never forget her name and they let us go in it was nice that is cute but so, they are so, the man they are the man sorry they are that's the like 
Or, you, to to go to. you know, like when you're on your J1, the security there, because it says strict. With yes. your, they're the man. Oh, like any cop in America, yeah. Or just anyone, like even those like fake ones in their like shopping centres. Yes. Wet my pants, scary. Mall cops. <laughs> yeah, like Paul Blart. That's <laughs> me. Paul Blart. <laughs> Why does that sound so annoying in my accent? Paul Blart. <laughs> Blart. We go over to um, Breed at the weekend and I was like, Brute. <laughs> it's it's hardly Blart, is it? It's Paul Blart, Mole Cop. I've never actually seen it. Uh, it's Paul Blart. That looks like the stupidest film. I love him then. The only film he's good in is Hitch with Will Smith. And That's even, not even true. He's great in I Now Pronounce Your Shop and Larry. Have you seen that film? No. That film is, don't do that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Maybe I have. They pretend to be married for yeah, some it's weird really reason. Good. Oh, maybe I have seen that, actually. It's gas. And then, by the time you get through all of that crap, you reach the biggest man of all, who is the leaving search. That man... Terrorises you. Terrorises. For 18 months before the exam. Every Irish child mm. is still traumatised by that. Mm-hmm. People still talk about it. Yeah, you still leave leaving search dreams and stuff. But that's the ultimate man, because you have to do, like, minimum six subjects. Usually people do seven or eight. And then you have to have all your work learnt off and to an elite standard to even get considered That's for a good college a course. memory test. And then also, actually, no. Do you know who I think this... The, sorry, I keep pointing. Do you know who I think the man is? The CAO. The CAO the C- is the most manipulative saboteur man. <laughs> because the, the ranking system is based on popularity. It's not based on... At skill level like so, like commerce when I did it was like 460 or 420 I think but then now it's like 590 or so it's gone crazy high and it's just a business arts degree like or like it's a bachelor degree but do you, but you remember the strategy of being like now if you want that one yeah but I don't even remember what strategy was but you were to be strategic with the way you placed them it wasn't like I want this and I want that set for no a... no yeah 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 do you remember the man was trying to sabotage everyone basically yeah because like say if you put down commerce and goal if you want to go to UCD but you put commerce and goal way ahead of UCD like keep it up oh my god saboteur I think the CEO is is like the the man that was evilly there waiting for you when you finished the leaving cert so you thought it was leaving cert the whole time then you get to like halfway through sixth year and it's a feckin CAO they're like skewing points and then the mock exams are they the man? well they're ready to tell you how ill prepared you are for the summertime remember yeah. our mocks were really early before you'd really gotten your like exam hat on <laughs> So explain it to your parents why you got like a thousand points less than what you're supposed to get. And then she's like, are you taking this seriously? What grinds do we need to get you? This is ridiculous. Oh, the grinds. The oh. institute was the man. The institute was the man. <laughs> but then I think you're so traumatised from the man, the leaving surgeon and the CAO. And then when you get to college, there's, there's kind of no man. It's a respite. The man goes on holidays. He lets you enjoy. He's kind of retired for a bit. Oh no, he's on sabbatical. Yeah, he goes for a lovely trip away. I would imagine Sorry. just sort of travelling. Yeah. Whereas like, so college is very much left up to you. No one's on your case about attending lectures or tutorials or even handing in assignments. It's all up to you. You get what you give. I love that song. And, <laughs> and then you have your beautiful, glorious summers, which are all up to you. Oh. You can do whatever you want. 
Go wherever you want. Sophie's choice. Yeah. Go around the world and back again. And then back to college for more... Lols. Lols. And you can cram all you want, but like no one's really telling you. Nobody really cares. I've thought of someone who's the man in college. Oh. Libro Cop. Oh my God. He is the man. And he's a bit hot. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the one in UCD? There's two, but one of them is a bit of a dish. When my Facebook memories come up, all they talk about is like how I'm dodging Libocop. And they're so cringe. Oh, like, oh Libocop oh looking good today. When I go back on like... Facebook and it's like people used to talk <laughs> uh, the way they do in WhatsApp to each other publicly. In a public forum. And it's like, oh my God, I just tripped or whatever it is. Yeah. It's more defined. It's like public texting. It's public. Writing on the walls. Facebook's the man. Fa- yeah. <laughs> Um, Cop is a bit of a dish yeah because and it's a great because sorry oh my well is that the bald guy no oh no not my guy he's sexy UCD yeah not the one with the glasses (laughs) no I think we had different Cops. but like he was on a he was on a high the power had gone to his head no there's one really cranky one who was more of like a pale skin tone and a thick glass (laughs) oh no my guy looked like an off duty policeman and he like walked they around like literally hip- wearing like bulletproof <laughs> I know he walked around like hips first and he'd appear out of like <laughs> uh, <laughs> he'd be he'd appear behind like bookshelves he'd be everywhere and nowhere you'd never see him coming but no, it was always you never, you'd never see him coming but then like he'd but ca- then he'd be literally on your desk like, sitting like, there like staring at you stop talking in his bulletproof vest and the worst was like if you were talking and then remember there was like that escalator somewhere that you used to be. <laughs> and then you're gosh. like chatting and then up comes the head. Then the yeah, body. yeah, yeah. And he's just standing there. Oh my God, that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Hips first. <laughs> it's like, well, well, well. What do uh, we have? And he did have a bit of power though because like they could b- block you from studying in the library and like, you know, all those spots were like hot spots for... The library was a good place to study. Like if you were, if you couldn't get a spot in the library, especially around exam time, and you had to go to like one of the canteens or like an insomnia, you'd get no work done. That's not fair though. They should have a big enough library for everyone. Mm. You shouldn't have to be fighting for a plug. So I think it's nice to have that respite from the man, despite the libel cop. Because there is a bit of like leaving cert CAO PTSD. So that little break for three to four year break in college or however long you ended up in college for, you need that because by the time you leave college and whatever you go on to do after that, you are going to be under the thumb of the man until the day you retire and or die. (laughs) And it's depressing as fuck. I think it's death. The only way out is death. Even in death, you're kind of under the thumb of the man. The priest. (laughs) Bruce. The Undertaker. The, the people in the hospital. You're under their thumb. That's a bit dark. I do think it is till death though. Till death do you part? Yeah, with the man. With the man. That, they're not, when you're getting married, they're not talking about your wife or your husband. They're talking about the man. <laughs> yeah, they are. When you get baptised, it's not into Christianity. It's into the society of the man. Yeah, you better... Pay your bills. You better pay extortionate tax and give away half your salary. Yes. To please the man. Yeah. You better pay into your pension. Oh. Ugh. That's another big wad. Mm. You better pay health insurance. Yeah. Because if not, you're done so. Yeah. Another big wad of cash. What are we left with? A few pennies. A few pennies. <laughs> All the like, 
your phone bills, your internet bill. And now petrol going up. Petrol and electricity and gas. Oh my God, it's going up so much more. I'll be, if James, who I live with and I, will be shivering for next winter. (laughs) Oh my God. And all the banks and their rules. The banks are the man. Like a bank statement. A bank statement. Or they love giving out via a letter. When I get those. Just email me or text me. I don't look at my accounts. When I get those in the post, I literally think it's a warrant for my arrest. Yeah, yeah. No word of a lie. I, yeah, imagine them being like, this is going in your permanent record. Yeah, like a J-Lo. Good luck trying to get a mortgage Sorry, after this. Sorry, not a J-Lo. A <laughs> But they're called J-Lo's. Say when I went home, AIB, say I rarely use that account. So if like something wrong goes on, I won't know. I don't check those statements because, or that bank account much because there's not much going on in there. And I came home to like a whole wad of letters and it was like, oh my God, in here, one of them is going to say like, good luck trying to get a mortgage. You failed this 20 euro credit card thing is bounced or whatever and you're like oh my they make it sound so much more serious and so much more formal in letter form i feel like there's a real gap in the market for a bank that is a law yes sort of ones that are being like i get on money sure let's go deposit some over here card (laughs) grant let's sort out over here none of this formal it's the formal yeah tone it takes yeah the fucking man passport control the man especially the american one that's scary my (laughs) god the amount of times i've almost wet my pants in that and like you just assume you're guilty yeah and you're done something wrong okay like i'm sweating i saw one guy get given out to he'd bought food and was trying to get through the american pre-clearance in dublin in t2 um in the airport and like they wouldn't let him through but they're honestly treating him like he was trying to smuggle drugs and he was like holding the carrier bag of a sandwich of a sandwich and it was like what what's in your sandwich and he was like sadly (laughs) sadly it was from you know the rights of hoth and it was smoked salmon and for some reason you could bring a ham and cheese on but you couldn't bring this oh is it something to do with raw fish but i know a lot of people who bring sausages and rashers over there yeah that's right i would not do that purely because i don't want to get in trouble do you need sausages and rashers that bad that you need to bring them overseas? It's maybe to family. But can you not get it over Is it there? that necessary? Like, Are they that gasping? Yeah, are they that mm. nice? Um, yeah, true. Another huge man is the when you do your driving test. Oof. The fear, and I've also heard it's gotten way worse. Oh, I'm glad I did it when you I did it. You have to do some like Nova license. Yeah, and you also have to do like the like a certain amount. Uh, yeah. If they've, uh, uh, the amount of lessons you have to do is double. You have to have a lodger yeah notebook or something and the questions everything about that they're mm. saboteurs <laughs> i love the word saboteur this is why you need to watch drag race because about like seven or eight episodes in rue will start asking all the queens like what's your inner saboteur like what's stopping you from succeeding oh it's like your inner saboteur that's amazing i wonder what mine is <laughs> So I think you go through all those things and you're, you know, you obviously said um, college and then, you know, little bits like driving test, you know, your bills, your phone bills, then your landlord. The tax man. The tax man. Plumbers and builders and... You know when you're, you're like at their, their... Mercy. Yeah. When and they're can like, you come and do this? Oh, Jesus. And they're like, I can come on Friday the 25th of December <laughs> between 8 a.m., and 6pm. That's Christmas Day. I know. Oh, sorry. sorry. It was completely on purpose. <laughs> they literally... 
And you're like, we know you can't do that, right? But they're like, and we'll give you like a 10 minute warning. And you're like, so you're going to give me a 10 hour window and a 10 minute warning. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You're completely at their mercy. I'd love if I was a handyman. The power. Would you like to be a man? Like the man? Um, I think I'd be pretty high on the power. So I can see why it's alluring. Really? If I was going to be the man, I'd like to be like a politician who's someone who's like changing the rules. The ultimate man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry. And by the man, we don't mean men. We mean like the man. We love men. Yeah. Most of the time. (laughs) I think the biggest man for me is corporate life. Yeah. And I think that's the one that sticks with people the longest. Yeah. And I do think it separates groups of people into people who like the rules Mm -hmm. and who like following the protocol. Yes. And people who don't. Yes. And the funny thing is when you dance with the man and you go to college or you do a master's and then you get your job, you work for the man, they're the people who are homeowners and who have big fat pensions. Sometimes it's much harder if you go off route and stick it to the man, is it a bit harder to you know? Well, I suppose it's your perspective of fun, isn't it? And yeah. a good life. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm not intentionally sticking it to the man. <laughs> Like as in like I'm this You're is motivation <laughs> motivation by my decisions, but a lot of where I am in life is anti the man, and I'm not a homeowner, and I don't have a pension, and I don't have like a lot of things sorted out. I think that's your inner saboteur. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do an episode about saboteur. I think that's your inner saboteur. That's completely your, and I don't even watch Drag Race. You've just served your inner saboteur on a platter to me. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think I don't do it on purpose. I just don't like people telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. When someone's saying, like, you have to log your holiday and you have to put it on the system. I'm like, log but your I'm, hours but I'm like, I'm telling you now and you've said it's okay. Can I put it in your calendar? What is with this formal system? Like, <laughs> is, are you going to track me? Like, what is that? Yeah. And sort of like telling me what days I have to do something like or go somewhere. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not great. But um, if you think about it, whenever I say it to anyone where I'm like, I hate authority. And pe- like people have been like to me before, but like they're like, you're all, but no matter where you get to, you'll always have a boss. Yeah. No matter how, how, how high up you get, like you'll always have someone to answer to. But even if you're, you're your own boss, You'd have like the bank or investors who are all gonna have at least then or a board who are all gonna like say when we make our millions off this podcast, we'll have people to answer to. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm terribly sorry. No. What if I'm the man to you? That's fine because you're (laughs) so sweet and you're so knowledgeable. That's fine. But like my mum wouldn't even be telling me what to do. Mm, Fair. But I think what is interesting about the last couple of years is the pandemic has really made people reflect Work on that cog. <laughs> on Work what they it. spent what they spend time on, what they want to do with their lives and like what they find important. So you see so many people doing like massive career changes, retraining, setting up like small businesses or like bits Going on the side. Yeah. The entrepreneurship. And like even like working from home, all that kind of stuff. Like it's really. Corporations are going to have to say be flexible. Yeah. And like that four day week that's coming in. I feel people are silently but steadily sticking it to. The man. The man. But there are always those people who won't stick it to the man. Yeah. there's But that's fine. Yeah. 
Like we don't, you can't really riot in the streets because it is like a revolt. What moves our society? Like we do need authority. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I believed your grunt, but we do, I suppose. Well, no, we do need. Oh, do we? Anyway, I do think. Yeah, the pandemic has helped things. Uh, sorry, that has helped the the pandemic has helped the case for sticking it to the man, because you have people pursuing passions and going. The world might would nearly imploded with a. Uh, international virus why am i churning away at my little cog in a massive wheel of the man why am i working for the man when i could be teaching yoga yeah or why do i have to come physically in and work for the man yeah can i not just let me take care of my baby at home yeah let me do my laundry at 12 p.m every day that is the ultimate let me go to random appointments when you don't know about it let me go to press twice a day let me walk around my local park at lunchtime let me wear tracksuits working. Let me never wear makeup again. Yeah, let, let me, me not wash my hair every day. Let me never wear a bra again. Oh, um, like a sports bra. Oh, understood. Like not know this, know this like clasps around the back. That's something that I can just dive into. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. My key takeaway from the Pony D is the lack of bra wearing. Like I'll only wear a bra when I have to go to like a restaurant or something. You mean a normal bra? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I do not practice what I preach. I'm kind of wearing a midway bra now. Oh, so am I. There we go. I'd wear a normal bra in work. I yeah, haven't yeah. worn an underwear bra in like, I don't know how long. Oh. I, They're no. so uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I, I would wear one on a night out. Oh. Which will actually be a majeure next week, actually. I keep forgetting to make a majeure. What? A great bra recommendation coming next week. Oh, what is it? Okay, I'm just telling you. It's pennies of this push-up bra. That honestly, my friend Nikki called it. She said to me, Car, what the fuck is going wrong on with your tits? You look like you've had a boob job. And I've never had a bigger compliment. Honestly, it's, I, it's, I think it's just called their like big plungy push-up bra. I need to go into pennies and actually figure out what it's called. But it's got so much padding. It's laced on the outside. I have one in black and tan, like two separate ones. And there's so much padding, but honestly, you feel like a young Pamela Anderson. Are they kind of like the bombshells from Victoria's Secret? I don't even know but and they're only like 12 pounds or 12 euro 8 euro they're weirdly cheap and honestly it, it like gives you not only like cleavage but it o- lifts the muscles but then from the side it's like pointy almost you honestly feel like what was those 70s women with the guns? Madonna in um oh Vogue, yeah the cone boobs the cone boobs well except this is like sexy but like <laughs> no disrespect Madge but yeah you feel like ev- oh, every time come out of them Oh, <laughs> joking. Do you remember we were out having the uh, Bodega Niagara? Yeah. And you were like, oh my God, your boobs. Your breasts. My breasts. And I was like, that's the bra. Stick it to the man. I think one of our key takeaways from 3013 Perishing is that while we don't like the man, you do need something like mm-hmm. the man in society. So it's just what you were saying. Yeah, the man doesn't need to be pedantic, annoying and paramount. Or scary. Yeah. The man needs to be a guiding hand. Yes. Gentle. Mm-hmm. Kind. Yeah. Compassionate. Yes. And light. And not a wagging finger. No wagging paws. <laughs> so our proposal is to turn the man into the gal so the gal is helpful helpful understanding oh, that yes. some people don't like 
the former man now gal. <laughs> so the gal is coming in and she's saying, hey, 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 hey. I'm redoing this, right? I'm an interior decorator and I am redoing the structure. The feng shui. Yeah, like I'm taking down some pillars, mm-hmm. putting in a rug. Yes. We're going to do some wonderful curtains. And build a bridge. Build a bridge and get to the other side with the gal. She's going to lead you with her wonderful soft paw. And sort of there's like an air that's just sort of a, a light wind that brings you with her. Yeah, the wind on your back, the sun in your face. Yeah, she's supportive, kind, yeah. nourishing. Yes. Nurturing. Mm-hmm. Not driven by rules and regulations. And just not barky. Mm. I hate the way they bark. <laughs> the man They're just barks. bark, bark, bark. <laughs> Shut up and let me get on the plane without you pissing me off. <laughs> Mr. T-A-P. Mr. Tap. I can't wait to write a root letter. Anyway, if you support our gal um, movement, do let us know. I don't know why you wouldn't, <laughs> given how we just sold it to you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much for sharing it with your friends. Yes, we We've love... We've actually met a few of you now. Yes. You have, okay. Well, okay. I have. Well, no. You you had a lovely bump in. I had a really nice bump in in the club that shall not be named. In the club that shall not be named. Only if you DM Sophie at so underscore lines. <laughs> Everyone who does it, I'm like, and now don't tell anyone. <laughs> but thanks so much for sharing. No, you bumped into one of the girls. Oh, I did. Yeah. So she asked you, being like, where is this club? I'm coming to London for the weekend. Oh, she did. You graciously shared it. I did. And what happened that night? Or when? I bumped into the girly in said (laughs) venue. And did you have a dance? We were actually going inside. So I said, come in and join us. Mm. Maybe I scared her. I'm not sure. (laughs) Sorry if I did. I don't think I was being scary though. But that's fine. Yeah, because I was thinking we need like a name for our podcast listeners. Perishers. I I was going to say the Perishers. The Perishers, TFP. Um, Are they not just like Cell Sisters? Cell Sisters. Oh yeah, for that. TFP Cell Sisters, maybe. Mm. I feel like that's what they are. We're all sisters at the end of the day. Yeah, I think Sisters is a good brand. Sisters, I'm doing it for themselves. If you're a new listener, welcome along. Please come back and listen to all our old eps. Howdy. I've started saying howdy to people and I really like it. Hello. Ah, yes. As Clara outlined in last week's episode, we are taking a break next week because we have some rendezvous to do with the Easter Bunny. Am I right, girls? So we're taking a week off and then hopefully get back on track. We'll be back the following week. Yeah. Just taking Easter week off to recuperate and stick it to the man. And fuck, yeah, we're sticking it to the man. We're not here next week. Now, if I were any of you <laughs> listeners, I'd get out there, take your bra off and run through the streets and loot. <laughs> <laughs> Dare to be different, darlings. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.